Rigged. 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 System for mobile and financial. This is Rigged. I'm Terry Saka. Today I want to talk about the end game that is near uh, for the banking system. And it is a very difficult situation and something that it's, this is going to be a little kind of complicated podcast, but it's not. I think it'd be really important to, you know, hear through. It won't be that long, but I really think it's important to get this out because we think inflation is bad right now. And now they're trying to say that this is a transitory inflation, meaning it's just temporary. And maybe on some products, you know, like lumber or a few other items, it might be. But for the most part, it's not. Because you see, the the government, the last stimulus of $1.9 trillion was was horrendous. But the amount that that's injecting into the system, the amount of cash that is flowing around the world is unbelievable. And we have, uh, I mean, the supply chain issues, and this is very, very serious. I mean, supply chain issues, we all are experiencing. If you just order something online, you're experiencing big delays, but they're having it so deep, even microchips right now to automobiles are so delayed and so backlogged, it could be two years. There are millions of vehicles not being produced because they can't. Now, here's the thing. It's not just automobiles. Those microchips go into farm equipment, farm processing equipment. Everything electronic that we do needs microchips. That's just the beginning of what we're talking about as supply chain crippling effects of this whole pandemic sham of, of a of thing going on with this virus. Yeah, of course, the virus is real. Don't get me wrong, but it is a man-made bioweapon that they put an S-spike protein on. That S-spike protein is going to annihilate the world's population, and you'll see in the future. This thing, in my contention, I'm putting on a conspiracy hat, is one big, huge crimes against humanity. That's my take. But when it comes to the banking system, and I do believe this is partly why they're doing it, The banking system globally is on the verge of collapse, and it's done. They have printed these currencies so deep into the trough. There is so much money out there. It's creating inflation. That's the definition of inflation. Too much money chasing too few goods. I think next week I'm going to do a really detailed piece on explaining what it really, really means and I think you'll you'll really be an eye opener once you see it because you realize how pinned down they are. But today I just want to outline this area of the banking system in the repo market because it is so important to understand. And if anything, it gives the um, it'll give you kind of the prelude to what's getting ready to come next week, which won't be as complicated, but it'll be very simply detailed as to what and why we're experiencing this. Why the cost of building homes and the cost of goods and services and the huge amount of food inflation. We can't even go into the details of what's going on in the wheat market and the grain market and the, and the, uh, the, the, the issues with drought, let alone trucks and, and shipping issues that we're going to be having going forward because of the chip shortage. So the banks are in trouble. Now, remember, we had this before. 
And this, this happens often in the repo market. And the repo market is really where banks go to borrow money from other banks overnight to like balance their books. And if the banks aren't lending money, then the Federal Reserve somehow steps in. But it's, it's a way that we banks can balance their book nightly. They pay a small little interest for what they borrow. And then the next day they pay it back. Yeah, in my opinion, it's cooking the books too. I agree. Um, but it, it's just the nature of the Western fiat currency system or the Western banking system in the context that our debt isn't, we have debt balanced that is not real. Like a, a dollar bill goes into a bank, they loan out 26. They just make it up. It's on, it's digits in the cosmos, we call it. It's leveraged. It's not real. All of a sudden, there's more owners and it, it just gets really, really deep. But when it comes down to the banks uh, right now, they have no room for the reserves that are there. Remember we were talking about, maybe this was on television, but I was talking about how the, the banks disconnected from deposits from the people putting money in the bank when they normally loan money out to that. But they weren't. They were taking the excess and they were going in the stock market, which was propping our stock market up. If they actually started loaning money to the people, to the deposit, you you think you see inflation now? Oh, forget it. They're not going to do that this time around, I don't believe. But the problem is the money is already out there. The currency has already been printed. 40% of all the currency ever printed in the United States has been done in the last 18 months. That ought to tell you something if you just think of a rocket ship. You see, the U.S. financial system and especially the Federal Reserve. And remember, the Federal Reserve is not federal, and they don't have reserves. So the whole thing itself is already backwards. But as a result of too many reserves being injected into our system, the extension of the Fed's relentless monetization of $120 billion in debt each and every month, monetizing it, meaning they create the debt out of thin air, there's nothing backing it up, no gold, no silver, no oil, nothing backing it up. But they create the debt out there, but then they monetize it. They actually make it part of the circulated system that comes out of digital and goes into the circulation. That's what's watering down our currency, which causes inflation. Inflation is too much currency chasing too few goods. I mean, boy, we're seeing that right now, right? Too few goods and all this money around sloshing around. But they're monetizing $120 billion every month to keep the system afloat. Now, mind you, that's on top of the $1.9 trillion stimulus to the people. And now they're getting into the socialist basic income uh, to children, which is really, really bad news. Well, it's good news for some people, but really bad news for the, for the country. You see, this is all going into this repo market where overnight funding rates have begun to collapse as what took place. Now, this happened before. This happened right before the virus broke out. And for those that have been with me for a while, they know we talked about this extensively, that the, the repo market started flipping out. And then a month later, the virus came out, meaning the banking system was, was collapsed. It was bottlenecked and it was in deep trouble. And then they, the Fed came in literally with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions and bailed it out. And then, boom, this virus showed up. So this Fed fund rate 
it was well below the midpoint on the Fed Fund's target range, while the repo rate is at zero. Well, if it's at zero, then why, if I'm a bank, do I want to give money to another bank overnight and take risk? I might as well just play with the Federal Reserve, right? It's even trading negative. Think about that one. That's hard to grasp. Negative. We don't even know what that means, really. Except that you give me 100 and say, I'll give it back to you tomorrow, and I give you 90. As a result of these 0% interest rates, billions of dollars of cash are being pushed into the Fed's repo facility. As no rational actor would take on counterparty risk as if they could you know, get the exact same rate of zero when transacting with the central bank, right? As I was saying, the Fed is taking treasuries out of the market system. Now, here's where it gets really, really ugly. They're taking treasuries. Now, they're issuing, they're creating a bond out of thin air. And then they're putting it into the system. They're selling it to the system. Then they're taking it right back out of the system through quantitative easing in purchases and then putting them right back into the reverse repo market. It is also distorting the repo market. And although the Fed can fix the aberration, they're not going to because they're going to have to hike the rates. If you want to talk about reverse repo usage, its use of the facility has never been this high outside of quarter-end turns. Or they're basically right before the quarter end there, right before COVID, as I was talking about last time. Right before this virus showed up, that was when we had the doozy. Now, I have a phenomenal chart in front of me. It's called reverse repo usage. And what's really interesting about it, when you go back to 2018, you know, it's pretty common. It's kind of cool. But then there's spikes. At the end of a quarter, the banks are in trouble because they're all insolvent. All of them are insolvent. They loan out way more than they actually have reserves for. The quarter end of any quarter, they would normally go in and take advantage of the repo market and kind of balance everything out. So you normally get these little spikes. So through 2018, 2019, you're seeing that these spikes were already taking place at quarter end, but then something really weird happened. COVID crash came in and it went ballistic. The repo, the banks were in so much trouble it went tenfold on any normal quarter spike. I mean, it's really something else. It's showing that the financial system is bursting at the seams and overflowing with this quantitative easing liquidity. But see, that's a problem. Many people think, well, that's great. We got a lot of money running around. Let's go do something. No, that's huge. That's why we're paying double for corn, double for um, all these other commodities and, and lumber now, unbelievable prices on lumber. That's because of all this liquidity, you see. It's a problem because not only has the Fed not even think about tapering or trying to fix it, once the tapering begins, the central bank is still going to inject roughly $1 trillion into the system through the end of 2022. I'm telling you, folks, I'm not going to be far off. Two, three years, this system goes down on purpose, by design, to usher in a new global currency central bank digital system, which is really going to be bad for we the people. But when you see this coming in, it's a huge problem for we the average people. 
See, today there's barely enough collateral in the repo market right now to cover all of the cash being invested. And if volumes at the repo shot up to, you know, 250 billion today, what's going to happen when there's 350? What's going to happen when there's another trillion? And why this is bad is because the rates are so high, meaning how much it costs to borrow from one another. All of this money printing is so disastrous, it has destroyed the paper dollar that's in your pocket right now. It's destroyed it. And you're going to find out exactly what I'm saying is true when you start noticing everything you buy is going to be more expensive. It's called inflation. And they can't stop it. See, back in the old days, they could raise interest rates. Back in the late 70s, people remember early 80s, they had rates at 20%. But they can never do that again. And next week, I'm going to explain why rates will never rise again. Maybe a half a point to just be, you know, psychological. But they will never raise again. And it's all because of the amount of debt we have. We are done We have destroyed the currency system we have today. We are getting ready to go through a transformation that only happens once every 40 or 50 years. And for those that heed the warnings and have physical silver, physical gold, other tangible assets to protect against it, if you're sitting on too much cash, too much currency, too much paper in the stock market, you're going to severely be, well, let's just say you're going to regret it. Because what they're doing is destroying our ability to buy. And here's the tax. Here's the worst part. It is the biggest tax on the middle class and the poor in our nation. They're the ones that are not really making any more money, yet the bread and the milk and the food and the gas. And look at the gas. It's going to continue. So all of a sudden, your paycheck goes less and less and less. And that's exactly what this problem is. To see this happen right now, why this is so important, why I wanted to bring it to you, and I know it's kind of confusing, but the reverse repo market, the reason it's important is normally they do these things at the end of a quarter. This time, we're at the highest level of repo engagement And it's not even, we're in the middle of a quarter. That is one big red alarm. We're not even at the end of a quarter and the banks are already freaking out. There's a real big problem. And yet here's the issue. Here's how it connects. There's there's so much liquidity out there, but yet they're not loaning it to the people. They're not doing the job a bank would normally do because if they did... You think inflation is bad now? You think gas prices, food prices, rent and clothing and everything is expensive now? You haven't seen it. If they start loaning that out, it's done. But they can't. This is the most unbelievable situation I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's harming we the people the most. And the top are going to get rich, but the rest of us suffer. That last stimulus of $1.9 trillion was a really bad idea. And then they're talking about doing another trillion for infrastructure, which is not. They're not doing one thing to help we the people. They're, well, they're helping some poor out, which is good. 
but I think you help the poor by keeping prices down. You help the poor by keeping inflation down. They are getting ready to light a bomb that will not be able to come back in. This is the end of something that most alive right now have no idea what I'm talking about when I say the end. This is the end of a currency that we now have, a money, a global economy that we now have. It's the end. And if they don't get that chip shortage figured out in Taiwan, you're going to see such catastrophic chaos in the global economy without microchips. You, it's just get ready. I would highly recommend getting, and I shouldn't be laughing, but I am blown away by this. Get yourself gold and silver to whatever capacity you can. If you have IRAs, protect it with physical assets. Don't care about the price. It's all manipulated. Everything is manipulated. Everything. They're corrupt to the core. We have become the most immoral, corrupt country I have ever seen. I'm actually on record saying now I am so thoroughly disgusted with the United States of America and this and what they claim as a moral high ground. We are disgusting. We are vile. We are corrupt. We are criminal. We're sexual perverts. We're corrupting our children and killing them. So just get a grip, America. Let's hang tight, but stay really focused in community. That's what I'm gathering out of all this. Get really involved in community, find those that you can come together with, and start making a plan. Plan for food, plan to function, definitely be cool on your savings, watch out for your spending, be very diligent right now, there is nothing normal what's out there. So until next week, when I really lay out, I think, an understanding of what, you'll understand more, I think, next week when I... When I lay this out of what I got into today, and it'll be a little more clear, and I'm sorry if this kind of got around about, but this is complicated when you get into reverse repo and you get into these other areas, but it is huge in foretelling what's coming, and it's telling us our banking system is in deep trouble because they're trying to keep, you think inflation's bad now, they're trying to keep it from actually really starting, and that's why Bank of America said we are going to even experience hyperinflation. What what does that mean? It means it just goes up a lot faster. So all I can do is just say, I just pray for each and every soul that wisdom and understanding find you, that grace and mercy and peace be with you. Until next week. With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals, and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth, and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888-747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.